This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon as we broadcast to you out of Tampa Bay, but all over Jacksonville and the, the St. Augustine and the First Coast, all over Hampton Roads, Virginia, and all around the globe with the podcast that hit people from every continent where there's radio and internet. That still leaves out Antarctica. So if you know anybody down there, please tell them to tune in and tell us so that we can say it's what we're on all seven continents because it still bothered me. I don't know why. <laughs> Martha, tell people tell people how they can get in contact with us. We really want to get people signing up for the podcast around the globe because we're trying to grow that so we can honor the ministries that we highlight every day. How do people do that? Well, it's really very simple. If If people are already listening to podcasts on their phone or their mobile device, whatever it might be, um, whatever platform they are currently using, just search for I Work For Him and um, add us to your subscription list there. And it's all one word, I Work For Him. I'm working on some search mechanisms for that. But if you put that in, um, subscribe, download. One of the things, Jim, that I have just found people, I'm blown away by people just saying, oh, yeah, I was I listen to it when I'm commuting or I listen to it at night when I'm getting ready for bed or I listen to it on my way to work in the morning, whatever it might be. I'm just so encouraged by that. And the fact that we, yes, we broadcast on the radio in several cities across the country, but they have the freedom to do it on demand on any of the pl- platforms for the podcast. So um, just go out to your favorite one. If you don't find us, just uh, send me a quick email and I will direct you along the way. And you can find that on our website, iworkforhim.com. On our contact page, there's a place you can ask questions. I work the number four him.com. That's I work the number four him.com. Love. It makes the world go around. It can stop traffic. It can break down walls. It can heal. Love was designed to be the number one force in the universe. It was why God created. It was why God rescued his creation through Jesus. The problem? The world doesn't know the real Jesus. (laughs) We know that for sure. Well, okay, some of the world does, but some of the world doesn't. They know the fundamental Jesus. They know the holy roller Jesus. They know it's the all about money Jesus or the big buildings Jesus, but they don't know, for the most part, the woman at the well Jesus or the Zacchaeus come down from the tree Jesus. We need to fix this. How? Love2020.com. For the last five years and for the next two years, Love2020 is fixated on equipping and encouraging Jesus followers to bring an authentic touch of Jesus Christ to each and every person in our great country. Why? Because love changes things and truth is powerful. And when they intersect, there's a nuclear explosion of power because God is at the center of it and it's life-changing and it's healing and it's redemptive. Kathy Branzell, National Director, Coordinator, and Superwoman of Love 2020. Welcome back to I Work For Him. Hey, Jim and Martha. Great to be back with you again. It's always fun. It's always fun. Kathy, yep. you spend a lot of time in prayer for our nation. Yes. How do you see the Lord moving in our nation today? Wow. In so many ways, I think that uh, we have seen this upswell of love, because you, because, and we know that because the enemy's busy. And so where you see um, him coming in and trying to stir up anger and division, we know the Lord, Jesus Christ, who has already overcome, is coming in with love and with unity. And I'm I'm excited we're going to get to talk about that today, because those have been the past two themes, uh, unity and now this year, love, 
for the National Day of Prayer. I don't want to jump ahead, but I see the Lord bringing His people together, not just to talk about love, but to go out there and share it. Kathy, just one question I didn't script for us today, because we always try to stay on outline so that Jim doesn't get off outline. Do we? But... Wait, I never noticed that. Did well, we ever stayed on script? Yeah, we, well, it's not uh, like it's scripted, uh, ladies and gentlemen. People, yeah. if you're listening to the show today, no, we don't script it, but I write questions down to keep me on track, because sometimes I can get a little out of control. It is important. It yeah. is important. We just got to spend some time in D.C. a couple of weeks ago. We were together, the three of us. It was phenomenal. What was your biggest takeaway from the Culture Shapers Summit? Wow. Um, several things, but I would just say to the continual realization that um, that the enemy is strategic and therefore God's people need to be. And, and the mm. quote or the statement that was said was how interesting that people who don't even like each other are willing to work together for a common cause or agenda item. But those of us in the body of Christ who are Christ followers that claim we love one another are not willing to work together, you know, for the glory of Jesus Christ, for to save souls. You know, I keep saying that my job description is to depopulate hell. That's what gets me out of bed every morning. And so um, why wouldn't I want to be working with hundreds, thousands, millions of other Christ followers to make that happen? And so we've got to be strategic um, in our prayer-care-share lifestyle. Depopulate hell. That's a good one. I like that. Very, very good. All right. Now, you want us today to focus on an upcoming event, the Mm. National Day of Prayer. Why does Love 2020 want to focus on the National Day of Prayer? Because everything has to begin and be saturated in prayer. There is nothing more our nation needs uh, more than prayer. And the National Day of Prayer is, uh, this is my 19th year with the National Day of Prayer in one shape or form or another. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, a lot of people don't know it's a law. It, it is a law that began a long time ago. We'll get our guest, uh, Dr. Ronnie Floyd, to talk about some of our history as well as our present and future. But um, it, it, is a, it was a unanimous vote in Congress uh, for the National Day of Prayer to be the first Thursday of May and that the president would call this nation to prayer for the nation. And so uh, we, we just get to be a part of that. And it, more than an event, um, it's an expression. It's part of the, the prayer movement. If we're not just the National Day of Prayer. Uh, really, our staff, our coordinators are part of the National Daily Prayer. And uh, I always tell people when, when they say, what do you do? Oh, I work with the National Day of Prayer. They go, oh, that's that one day. And I say, oh, if you're only praying for America for one day a year, that explains a lot. It does and they, explain And they lot. laugh. And so I'm super excited because we need to be praying and crying out to God for our nation and then be acting in obedience to him for yes. our nation. Yes, for sure. So you um, referenced the fact that you have we have a guest with us on the air today, and I would mm. like you to take this opportunity to introduce to us our guest. Wow. So uh, it, what an honor. Um, I love and respect Dr. Ronnie Floyd more than my words could ever express, and it is a great joy to work with him. He is the president and CEO of the National Day of Prayer, as well as being the pastor of Cross Church in Arkansas. Um, He loves Jesus, and he is a man of deep, deep prayer. And so he was the perfect fit to come on board uh, with the National Day of Prayer. He um, has great friends in all denominations. He um, pastors pastors, 
and uh, we love him so deeply. And so I am privileged to introduce Dr. Ronnie Floyd as our guest on the show today. Dr. Ronnie Floyd, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. It's uh, really great to hear your conversation and see you focus on the National Day of Prayer, which both Kathy and I believe in deeply. You know, we believe that the power of prayer could transform workplaces, and, and that's where the law, most of the lost people are each and every day. People that don't know Jesus, people that need healing, people that need freedom, they're, they, they need Jesus. But the only place they're going to meet him, for the most part, is in a workplace. Dr. Ronnie Floyd, Martha's got a question for you. I do. So sure. one, of, one of the things we always ask our new guests so that our listeners get a chance to really know you as a person is to mm. share with us how you came to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Yeah, thank you very much. I grew up in a small Baptist church in the state of Texas. Church run about 30 or 40 on a Sunday. And um, your typical church, mom and dad, were followers of Christ and uh took me to church all the time, whether I needed it or not, or whether I wanted to go or not. And one day, God got a hold of my life and uh, really gave me forgiveness of sin and a future hope in heaven and Christ in my life, uh, every day of my life. And so when I was a young teenager, um, 15 years of age, I finally came to the point of truly receiving Christ. I always wanted to be a football coach. That was my goal. That was my uh, zeal, my passion. Uh, but about uh, six or seven months after that, the Lord called me to, to ministry. And so I've been really preaching the gospel uh, since really 16 years of age. Wow. Started pastoring when I was 20 um, and uh, have pastored a local church really all of these years. And so um, been blessed beyond measure. Uh, now pastor right. church in the state of Arkansas. Uh, did my education at a small Baptist college in Texas and the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Fort Worth. I did my upper two degrees, and when, master's and my doctorate. When we come so back, we're going to hear the rest of that story and ask Dr. Ronnie Floyd lots of questions about the National Day of Prayer. Coming up on May the 2nd, 2019, an entire day of our country dedicated to prayer for our country. But it's not just supposed to be one day. It's supposed to be an example of what every day should look like. we got Kathy Branzell back on us with Love2020.com. Go out to that website and get familiar with what Love2020 is all about because it is all about us bringing an authentic touch of Jesus to every person we have contact with, every person in our country by the end of 2020. But Kathy's invited on today, Ronnie Floyd, Dr. Ronnie Floyd from Cross Church. And that's Rogers, Arkansas, isn't it then? Ronnie? That's correct. Okay. We have four different campuses, so it's all over Northwest Arkansas. But who's counting how many, you know, you, you, you probably have people listening. And you growing, probably, and growing right. every day. You probably have more campuses than you realize. You just only count four. Right. All right so, <laughs> Dr. Ronnie Floyd, I appreciate you sharing how you came to, to Christ. I have a question for you. So, I don't, sure. we don't have, we don't have very many pastors, pulpit pastors on the show. We get a lot of people that are pastors in the workplace. How do you at Cross Church on a weekly basis prepare your Prepare and equip your congregation for their workplace ministry mission field each and every Monday. How, what are you doing to make sure that they're equipped to do the job of the kingdom Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday, whatever days that they work? Well, first of all, I always am faithful to preach the Word. Secondly, I try to help it walk within their world of uh, personal life, family, business constantly, um, and then thirdly, we do something uh, every week here, what we call the Northwest Arkansas Business Person Summit. We do about uh, 10 sessions in the spring, 
really in the fall, intense sessions in the winter, and it equips uh, hundreds of business leaders on how to make the climb with the business community. And we uh, have really, we believe, have uh, had more than 300 of those sessions uh, that have taken place since 2001 when I began them, and they still took, they still just took place this past uh, winter. We just concluded about three weeks ago and feel like we've had as many as 75,000 people go through that. Um, even though those may not be unique, we believe that probably no less than 50 to 60% of those numbers have been unique of different business persons. Hmm. That's fabulous. So really what I'm hearing you say is, I mean, you're, you're being very intentional with the people that God has put in your pews to to really be speaking uh, the truth into them. So, so, So tell us a little bit more of what kind of work the Lord has you doing on a day-to-day basis. Well, you know, I'm going to go back to what you just talked about in the business community, because mm-hmm. I think it's real important for your listeners to understand where I'm located. Uh, we're located True. in the northwest region of Arkansas. We're the home of Walmart, J.B. Hunt, Tyson Foods, and the University of Arkansas. Yeah. Those four entities comprise this region. Walmart has 14 to 1,600 companies that are national and international that have some level of presence that come and take care of their needs. Therefore, there are business people all over this region. It's a small, corporate, powerful giant that occurs much where America and the world come to do business. And so with that, it uh, it's powerful, it's positive. So in that setting, you know, we've really tried to help guide uh, from the manual labor all the way to the corporate giant uh, and how to walk with Christ and how to make Christian principles live in the business community. I think that's why we're effective in uh, the numbers of people who come here on a basis of every week mm-hmm. because uh, because they get something in this entire endeavor of trying to walk out their faith in mm-hmm. Christ in the business community. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we love the intentionality of the people that are there. And and some of them may only come to your area every once in a while for business, but they know that you're a place that can feed into them and yeah. encourage them for their Monday morning. That's great. Yeah, no so, question about it. Right here in the middle of this region, and of course, Kathy has seen one of our campuses. We have three crosses that are the largest trio of crosses that stand over a lake, uh, really pretty well found anywhere. Yeah. And uh, and they're basically just a symbol that there's an oasis of hope mm-hmm. in the midst of uh, where the world comes to do business, and that hope is in Christ and Christ alone. So, Doctor Ronnie Floyd, how did you get connected to the National Day of Prayer? I mean, you're you're you've been you've been the pastor at Cross the yeah. pulpit pastor at Cross Church since 1986, which probably keeps you fairly busy 33 years. Yeah. How yeah. how did you? I mean, what, what was how did you get connected to National Day of Prayer? Well, years ago, I, I started obviously engaging in National Day of Prayer events locally. I started becoming a speaker for them locally, nationally. One year, I went up and spoke for all of the staff at, at uh, Focus on the Family a couple of times during the National Day of Prayer on that day itself. Um, and then just, you know, got involved with Dr. Bill Bright some in prayer and fasting. Um, the Lord just opened up the opportunities because of my heart for for prayer, my heart for fasting, my heart for the country, all of that really took giant leaps in 1995 due to uh, some matters that God took me on in my own life. 
Then about uh, four years ago, three years ago, I was asked to be a part of a small group of uh, National Day of Prayer outsiders to help National Day of Prayer insiders, for lack of a better term, try to chart the future for the National Day of Prayer uh, once Shirley Dobson uh, felt that God wanted her to walk away from this ministry all the time. And so, you know, I participated in those gatherings, uh, was there the whole time in those gatherings, listened more than talked, uh, but at the same time, uh, hopefully contributed some things. And then they decided to take a few of their recommendations from the group, and one of those was to go after somebody to try to lead uh, the ministry from the seat of the pastorate and really the seat of leadership in a different way. And somehow they landed on me, and they came and talked to me, and the rest is history. That was about two years ago. Kathy Branzell, you've been involved in National Day of Prayer for how long? 19 years. So you, you could teach Dr. Ronnie Floyd a few things because you've been involved longer. Okay. So, so why? No, 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 I'm just do being, your math, baby. Uh, math, 19 years. 95. Oh, 95. Okay. Well, yeah, that's no. almost 19 years. Okay. So, Kathy, talk to us about why you're involved. Uh, I'm involved because I love prayer and because, you know, Jesus modeled prayer because uh, our nation needs prayer because prayer is so often overlooked. You know, we bookend it sometimes uh, just in churches, we, or we start a meeting in prayer, we end a meeting in prayer, and, um, you know, we just kind of check it off after, you know, about a 45-second, um, you know, kind of tip of our hat to God, and we need deep prayer. That's what I loved about uh, us calling, the board directors calling that, um, Ronnie Floyd to a National Day of Prayer because he is passionate for prayer and about prayer. And um, one thing I want very don't want to go back for just a second, I want your listeners to hear is that Ronnie was part of several strategic planning meetings where we, um, you know, we're assessing where we were and then accelerating where we want to go, where God was calling us to call a nation for, um, you know, unified prayer for America. And so it's important for people to understand that ministries need to be strategic. And so that was a strategy meeting and where people think we're just a prayer group. We're, uh, we're actually out there conducting business as well, and we understand that. That's a really good point, because a lot of times in the midst of, um, you know, we just people make presumptions and think, well, either it's the conversation around, well, this is just one day a year or it's just a ministry, you know, whatever their perspective might be. But to realize that you're doing it with excellence. um, I love the fact that you said it's actually national daily prayer, you know, when you really come down to it and Mm -hmm. then also really um, doing it in a strategic way, because as much as you probably have millions and millions of of people that we know have been involved in it over the years, there are still millions that need to learn about it. And that's why we're talking about it today. Because if we, so if we are prompting their, um, uh, or piquing their interest and saying, well, tell me more about National Day of Prayer. Why are you talking about what is it? Where can they go and find out more information about the National Day of Prayer? They can go to nationaldayofprayer.org and uh, learn a lot, get a lot of resources. You know, that's one of the things about being really a 365-day-a-year uh, ministry mm-hmm. is is that people need resources and people need training. The number one thing that when people call and ask me to come speak at their conferences, their churches, whatever, the number one thing that people ask, even my neighbors, is what Jesus' disciples asked him, could you come teach us to pray? 
And so many people think, oh, prayer's such an easy thing, right? You just talk to God. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's funny to hear how many people go, well, I, I, I got off to myself, and I was going to just pray all day long. And after about eight minutes, I prayed about everything I could possibly think of. You know, they've turned it into a, a Lord bless this person and help yeah. this person, and I need this and I need that. And prayer is such a um, a massive, wonderful, mighty uh, way that we get to communicate. And uh, they say, I think it was Ian Bounce who said, uh, our prayers move the hands that move the universe. And so to have really this understanding, and so National Day of Prayer is a resourcer, an equipper, a trainer mm-hmm. for prayer. So when we come mm-hmm. back, lots more from Dr. Ronnie Floyd and Kathy Branzell as we as we talk love2020.com and nationaldayofprayer.org. We want to transform our nation. And as we talk about every day on the show, the I Work For Him Nation Covenant is all about praying for those we work alongside each and every day. Imagine if we had a nation of people praying for everyone that they come in contact with each and every day, as well as our government and military officials and everybody else. Talking today about Love 2020. Check it out online, love2020.com. And Kathy Branzell has brought in Dr. Ronnie Floyd to talk about the National Day of Prayer. These guys have been intimately involved in the National Day of Prayer for decades. Mm-hmm. And Kathy Branzell, before we go back to Dr. Ronnie Floyd. You just released a brand new book that you're wanting, and it's about prayer. You want to make sure we get some copies out to our I Work For Him audiences all across the country. Why don't you talk about your brand new book, An Invitation to Prayer? And what's that subtitle again? (laughs) So it's a 90-day devotional, and the subtitle will give you an idea of what each of the devotionals are about. It's uh, Encounter Peace, Experience Love, Gain Wisdom, Discover Happiness, and Find Purpose. And so it is a 90-day devotional that through the week, in each of those topics, we'll pick a thread that will run through the week. And those things can only be found and are foundational in our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we look at His Word, and um, we look where all of those come from, because we tend to go searching for all those things and possessions and purchases and power and positions and people, and all of those disappoint. And so if you're looking for peace, love, wisdom, happiness, and purpose, it's going to be a great devotional for you to find it in God's Word, to find it in Him. We go through uh, each day of the week, and then on Saturday we have a Selah, pause and ponder. So based on what you've learned that week, how will you believe and live differently? So excited about that and honored to have Dr. Ronnie Floyd write the forward for the book. Excellent. So to our listeners, this is your opportunity to call in and get a copy of this book, An Invitation to Prayer by Kathy Branzell. Call 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And we will uh, get out some copies of this book to our wonderful listeners. You get to start this 90-day adventure, um, an invitation to prayer. All right. And we're talking National Day of Prayer, which is the 2nd of May. And we've got the National Director, Ronnie. I'm not even sure, like, your super title. I know it's really like (laughs) Superman of National Day of Prayer. And Kathy's really like Superman. So, but nationaldayofprayer.org. Kathy Branzell, take it from here. All right. So, Dr. Floyd, um, we were over, um, just overboard excited about the theme last year for unity. I think we could all agree that unity is important here in America, but uh, just uh, we're not done with it. And so could you just tell our listeners a little bit about why uh, God put on your heart unity for last year and what you saw overflow out of the prayers for last year? And then I'd like you to share with them what the theme is this year and uh, why God put that on your heart. 
Sure. Thank you, Kathy. Um, first of all, last year, obviously, the, the, the country was ripped and torn asunder over all kinds of issues. Um, and obviously, even though we have prayed diligently for unity, we are all very aware that we have a way to go. We built the entire National Day of Prayer last year on the verse, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And our heart last year was to really address, in the midst of all of the efforts of uh, politics and and uh, just the partisanship and even the multi-tribal um, mentalities that exist in this country was the, to just really issue to the church and the churches of America, as well as our country, a call to unity. Um, and it was really powerfully received, quite honestly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was all across the country. Uh, the Lord blessed it. So this year, when we began to come to the point of really praying through, fasting for um, this whole theme for the 2019 National Day of Prayer, uh, within uh, a period of time in, in August, it just became extremely, um, extremely important to me that God wanted us to really uh, promote the words of Jesus himself, that these words are absolutely imperative for unity. And that is, love one another, John thirteen thirty four. Love one another just as I have loved you. And Kathy, you know, because you were in that environment of, of the, uh, the National Day of Prayer Summit when I unveiled that theme, the theme has been absolutely uh, endorsed, approved, um, literally overwhelming across mm-hmm. the country. Um, because people know we need love. And, you know, the churches need it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the country needs it. Families need it. I mean, it's applicable everywhere. So it holds us all accountable, Kathy, as you know, just to say those words and then go out here and act like you don't love really is very convicting. And mm-hmm. what did Jesus say? He never said we're going to be known by our doctrine, not by our creeds, not by our attitude. He says you're going to be known by your love. And we need to be set apart because we love people the way Jesus does, sacrificially, willfully, and unconditionally. That's a lot different than the world loves, isn't it, Pastor? Absolutely. It's just amazing to me the low level that people go to in all realms of life. And we need a a love one another movement to literally uh, continue uh, what anyone has already endeavored to begin uh, and take it to just an incredible God-sized level. And we need it from the church house to the state house to the White House. Mm. And and that's what we need. I and I a, pray that God will give us that this year. I got an idea of the name for that movement, love2020.com, <laughs> love2020.com. You know, Dr. Ronnie Floyd, I'm going to just interject here. I know Kathy's got another question for you. But, you. you know, as we talk about love, and, and it seems like as Christians, we find it very easy to love within the four walls of the church. But when we get out into the community, we not we struggle with this, and and as Christ followers, it should infuse us. It should be it, our the love that flows out of us should be so compelling. People will be going, why, 
Why? Because that's, I mean, that's what Jesus did. He loved people so intensely. They're like, I have got to get me some of that. Mm. How, how do you encourage your congregation to live out their love so that it's so compelling people can't wait to find out where it comes from? I think the key is preach the word, hold people accountable when it's violated, and, uh, and just remind everyone that that's the will of God. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I was told, and again, I had no idea about this, but uh, several people with the National Day of Prayer said that's the first time all these years that we have used the actual words of Jesus as our theme. And that doesn't mean the other things weren't great. That just means that they were the things that were that were different. They were all great. But it, it, it just really ascends this theme, knowing that these are the, our Lord's words. Now, either we're going to get with it and follow Jesus, or we're going to act like we don't follow Jesus. And, you know, we better understand that, 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 that government cannot fix us and politics won't heal us. Jesus is the only answer still to what we're facing in this world today. Mm. So, Kathy, what else um, would you like our listeners to hear from Dr. Ronnie Floyd today? Well, and we'll see we, if we have time in this segment for, for this answer, but uh, I, I do want everybody to know that they can go to nationaldayofprayer.org, and they can register their event. We're asking, uh, that I know a lot of people know about our D.C. observance that Congress holds and, and the congressional expression, but last year we had over 52,000 other coast-to-coast prayer events, and so they can go to the nationaldayofprayer.org, and if you want to plan a prayer event, the National Day of Prayer uh, in your workplace, we would love to hear about it. So let people know, whether you're doing around a flagpole or in a boardroom or, uh, you know, outside the the steps on a school, anywhere, we want this wave of prayer on the National Day of Prayer. And when people come to events, uh, you, you can also just Google, say you live on Marco Island, you can Google National Day of Prayer Marco Island. I am so excited that the churches of that island get together um, in the park, and they all pray together. That's the heart of love one another Excellent. in National Day of Prayer. But uh, what I, what we think about is in the seven mountains that, that we've all talked about in National Day of Prayer is known for praying over, we also pray for the Church. And so what I'd like Ronnie uh, to, to share with us is um, we always talk about how the pastor pours into the business people, how the pastor is ministering to. I'd like Ronnie to tell us how we can be praying for pastors. How do we love our small C church? I know we're all the church, the body of Christ, but what I want to hear from Ronnie is how can, during National Day of Prayer and in our prayers, we be praying for our pastor and our churches? I think that we need to understand the footprint of Jesus is all over the nation. We have over 300,000-plus churches in the country that are connected to about 200 denominations, plus I'm sure that aren't that many are not connected. The point is, is that is that that means all those have at least one pastor. Uh, many of them have multiple who are on staff teams, especially of larger churches. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we need to do that. And I, you know, I've recently written about that. In fact, we've just released a, uh, the 20th of edition, and we're going to get it out the National Day of Prayer, one of our functions. Um, and that is the 20th edition of a book called How to Pray that they wanted to uh, release. They asked me if I would rewrite some of it. 
Mm -hmm. Well, long story short, you know, a 20-year-old book, I had to rewrite 90% plus of it. They wanted me to write four or five different chapters that are brand new. I wrote five, and one of them is how to pray for your pastor in the church. And one of the things that I would encourage is to really look at Colossians chapter 1 when it talks about how Paul was going to pray. There are things there that every pastor needs to be prayed for. You know, every pastor needs the wisdom of Christ. He needs the knowledge of what God wants to do with him. He needs to know how how to exercise decision-making. He, he needs to grab a hold of the lostness of his own community, uh, of our nation, of the world. We need pastors that are returning to the Great Commission to really me- present the gospel of Christ to every person in the world and make disciples of all the nations. I mean, we we need to really lift up and encourage pastors. Right, I see pastors all over this country, and every time I go speak to them by a leader, here's what they tell me. All I know is, Ronnie, get up and encourage these guys. They're so discouraged. Right. Now, listen, you're talking to a pastor. I'm not a discouraged pastor, okay? I'm not. I, I never have been, ultimately, long term. I've sure. had moments. But the bottom line is, I'm a happy camper. Okay, right. But but there are some pastors they get beat up on every week. Mm-hmm. They, get, they they get criticized every moment. Well, you know I've been there too. It's not easy. No, it's but, a tough know, job. The bottom line is we get the privilege to stand before the people of God and preach the word, love the people of God, and there's nothing more special and higher. All right, when we come back, lots more about the National Day of Prayer. NationalDayOfPrayer.org. Get signed up right now on your local event nationaldayofprayer.org now you may say what does it have to do with i work for him what does it have to do with love 2020 because you've been hearing us talk about love 2020 for years now well if we're going to bring an authentic touch of christ to each and every person we work alongside each and every day we're going to do it because we've been praying for those people that's how we make an impact we pray first because god then shapes our heart to be perfectly equipped to touch the lives of those we work alongside that's what kathy branzell is all about she's also been for almost two decades a deep part of the National Day of Prayer. Kathy Branzell, this is coming up on on May the 2nd. I want to make sure that you and Dr. Ronnie Floyd talk about what does this look like in medical institutions, in government institutions, in military institutions, in um, educational institutions, and then, of course, in, in, in the business places of our country. What do these National Day of Prayer gatherings look like, and how do people get signed up to start one? What do they do? Do they have to have a license, a National <laughs> Day of Prayer license? What's it look like? Well, I would say this. I think it's really important that they go to nationaldayofprayer.org because we have several resources, several videos that we have done and help people and coach people in how to do those matters, the very matters that you're talking about. You know, what happens if I want to start a place or whether I want to start a National Day of Prayer gathering? All those matters, from a government matter all the way to how a business could do it. I've written specifically on how people in business can do that. At the schools, all of those matters. When we look at gatherings, here's the way we we try to look at it. And that is, if you could imagine a pie graph, how do you, if you have a pie graph, whether you have 30 minutes to do that gathering or an hour to do that gathering, how do you want to do it? Well, let's remember, ultimately, we really do want to pray for our country. It's more Mm -hmm. than just about hearing somebody speak. Um, And so we really do want to pray for our country. But what I really encourage people to do is is that probably 
for example, maybe 50% of that gathering is going to be locally driven, meaning prayers for the mayor, for the city council, for the school board, uh, perhaps even in relationship to matters like um, uh, the governor, the state legislature, all of those matters that are local or regional driven. Then I imagine about 40% of it is for the nation itself, outside of the region, outside of the state. For example, praying through those matters that Kathy talked about a moment ago, those seven areas. We have matters that we, that we talk about that. We, we give them ways to pray about those matters that are also online at nationaldayofprayer.org. And then what I'm encouraging people to do is the last 10% of that gathering is to pray the national prayer with your people. And that is we put together every year a national prayer. And what that does is it really uh, involves the theme. It makes the theme walk. And, uh, and it is a way that everyone in unison around the country can pray together the national prayer. Okay? And that changes every year. And I wrote it last year. I wrote it this year. And it just puts us all in the same, on the same place. They can do it together by video with me, or they can do it uh, by simple distribution or doing it with, uh, on the screens with themselves in, in, the, in the building. Here's what we also want you to really, really, really get. This is really important. Wherever you are, let love one another be your theme. Let love one another drive those prayers for your, for your state and, and your region. Let love one another drive those prayers for the nation. And obviously in the national prayer, love one another will drive the national prayer in every way. And I have an example of being able to love one another right now is we want to offer, remind our listeners that they can call our listener line and get a copy of Kathy Branzell's brand new book, An Invitation to Prayer. And this really is such a great setup for being prepared for the National Day of Prayer. So call our listener line at 866-713-9675, 866 866- 713 work because one of the things that we really believe in is loving on our listeners and this is just one way we can do that through offering the book so i just want to also um highlight the fact that we've been talking today with kathy branzell and dr ronnie floyd talking about both love2020.com as well as the nationaldayofprayer.org and please go out to those websites and take a look at the resources and the instructional stuff that can help people to set up and themselves to be more mindful and prepare for May 2nd, the upcoming National Day of Prayer. Now let's get the I Work for Him Nation out there setting up spots of prayer on May the 2nd for the National Day yes. of Prayer and, and and do it, you know, set Facebook events, set up whatever you got to do to let people know, hey, we're going to get together and pray for our nation before work, during a break, during lunchtime, whatever it may be. Don't pray. Don't get together and gather and short your employer on time. That's not the idea here. The idea is to surround our nation with prayer and to pray for those that lead us, those that guide us, those that serve us, and and those that work alongside us. Because people, Jesus is the answer to the questions that our nation is asking. Kathy Branzell, handing it back over to you. Well, and I would just want to say, so a lot of people, if you have a public event, again, we would love for you to go and post that in our event section. But if 
if you're going to have a workplace event and you're not inviting outsiders, this is just something that you're going to, um, you know, send a memo out or you're going to privately invite people. Maybe you have an ongoing Bible study or prayer time, uh, you know, throughout the year, but you're going to have time of prayer for our nation, for your city, for your state, on the National Day of Prayer. I, if it's going to be a private event, then I would ask you to share your stories with us afterwards. We want to know, again, that we know there were over 52,000 events last year. Yeah. There, there are millions of people praying, and it, it can happen in your living room, in a boardroom. And so we want to know um, that you were praying in agreement with us. And that's what I love about the National Prayer that Dr. Floyd was talking about, because it brings prayer of agreement. Um, it's something that you know, uh, just like the Lord's Prayer, that, that we have prayed these words and we have prayed in agreement. We're seeking the Lord for those things. And so um, I just want to reiterate that um, as they are praying over all of the seven mountains. Yeah, Dr. Ronnie Floyd, you've been praying for our nation. You've been leading a large section of our nation, thousands of people at your church, Cross Church out of Rogers, Arkansas, and several other campuses. How do you, how have you seen the Lord move in our nation as a result of the National Day of Prayer? You've seen it through many presidencies, many different Congresses, many different iterations of the Senate, and lots of iterations of your local city council there in Rogers, Arkansas, and around there. How have you seen prayer impact our nation? Well, first of all, I really believe that there's probably more prayer happening today uh, across America by churches and by led by various ministries uh, around the country than, than probably ever before surrounded for our nation. That even at a time when many people don't know if it's right to pray for our country, I mean, we're in a pretty unique time in this nation. Uh, there's still a great love for the country, and many believers are praying for our nation. I sense a desperation in the church. I can rally pastors by the hundreds. I've led thousands together uh, in prayer for our country. And so I do believe there's passion for that. They know that God needs to show up in the nation. They know the church needs to be revived. They know the nation needs to experience spiritual awakening. We know as much as as, uh, darkness uh, at times shows up in our nation's capital uh, relating to bad decision-making in relationship to uh, things that would violate what we believe is to be the Word of God, um, we also know that there are now a lot of believers in Congress. There are many of them that God has raised up. And just look at some of the matters that obviously even the last uh, few years have happened in our country about various major policies relating to uh, abortion, about the dignity and the sanctity of human life, all those matters. They don't all been bad. There have been some fantastic decisions made about that in recent days. And so the thing is, is that we need to celebrate those. Religious liberty, all those matters are big on the hearts of the church. And so, you know, I think God's very active. And I think that what I've seen is, is is that when that pastor and those lay people get tuned in to really pray together and prioritize prayer uh, in their lives and in the church, I think those churches and those movements in those towns for example, I mean, you talk about a movement. There's a fantastic movement of the Lord in Austin, Texas, around around the ministry of prayer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just That's amazing for sure. how many churches Absolutely. have come together. And the point is, 
That's, that's a nation's capital. That's, that's Texas's capital. Right. That's right. Uh, and, and, it's so, happening you know, in, and it's happening in cities all over the country. There's yeah, 300 churches right. in Miami, Fort Lauderdale praying together. It's, exactly. it's amazing. Yeah. Dr. Ronnie Floyd, we got to come. it's got to come to an end, and I apologize. I'm so grateful, and I, I know that you're used to be able to say, hey, I'm a preacher. I can preach as long as I want to, but <laughs> on the air, we're running out of time. But Dr. Back Ronnie Floyd, hour. that's right. Dr. Ronnie Floyd from Cross Church in Rogers, Arkansas, head of the National Day of Prayer. Thank you so much for taking time to be on I Work for Him today. A pleasure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check out Kathy Branzell's new book online, An Invitation to Prayer. Kathy Branzell, where can people find this book besides Amazon, I'm assuming? Do you have your own personal yeah. website? Uh, you can figure it. It was published by Broad Street Publishing. I love those guys. This is book number five, and so uh, you can get it on Amazon, ChristianBooks.com, okay. Barnes and Noble, just about anywhere you can buy a book. Thank you, Kathy Branzell. Pre- really appreciate. It. Check out Kathy Love Twenty Twenty dot com. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for Him. him.